Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded August 31st, 2022. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today in the podcast, an update on our own sector views and the outlooks of our U.S. equity analyst team. Three big things you need to know. First, in our latest RBC U.S. Equity Analyst Survey, taken in late August, our analysts leaned modestly positive in their outlooks for performance over the next 6 to 12 months, and also had modestly positive views on valuations and demand. The most constructive outlooks were found in energy, financials, healthcare, and tech, and offset more pessimistic outlooks for staples, consumer discretionary, communication services, and materials. Second, our analysts don't seem particularly alarmed about the buyback and corporate tax provisions in the Inflation Reduction Act, but our survey suggests the latter will be more relevant to the stock market. Third, our analysts' latest sector views support our own ongoing U.S. equity strategy overweights on energy, financials, healthcare, and tech, along with our underweights on consumer staples and communication services. Given our concerns about another bout of volatility in stocks in coming months and a potential pause in the gross leadership trade, Healthcare, energy, and financials are most intriguing to us at the moment, but we do like tech as a longer-term play. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other major platforms. Now the details. Takeaway number one, our analysts have a constructive tilt heading into the fall. In our latest RBC U.S. Equity Analyst Survey conducted late August, our analysts leaned modestly positive on the outlook for the performance of their industries over the next 6 to 12 months. They also had slightly favorable views on current valuations and the backdrop for demand. Meanwhile, their views on where margin pressures are headed over the next few quarters were a bit more split. Digging down a bit deeper into the results, a couple of things jumped out. First, the rankings in terms of where our analyst optimism was highest and lowest didn't change too much from our July poll. Energy, healthcare, financials, and tech remained the top four sectors in terms of the performance outlook, as well as on valuations, demands, and margins. On the flip side, consumer staples, communication services, consumer discretionary, and materials remained the sectors where our analyst pessimism runs deepest on the forward performance outlook. Second, on balance, our analysts generally got a little bit more optimistic in their performance outlooks compared to our mid-July survey. Performance outlooks for communication services, consumer discretionary, consumer staples, and materials all got a little less negative, though not enough to pull them out of the pessimistic camp. Meanwhile, performance outlooks for technology and utilities got a little more positive. Meanwhile, our energy team's outlook for performance did slip a little bit relative to our July survey. This was driven by our E&P analysts moving from very bullish to bullish. Other energy analyst views were unchanged, and on balance, the sector as a whole continues to get the highest forward performance ranking in our survey. Moving on to takeaway number two. In terms of hot topics, our analysts don't seem particularly alarmed about the buyback and corporate minimum tax revisions in the Inflation Reduction Act. As always, we asked a few special edition questions in this survey designed to tackle some hot topics. Some of these focused on the recently passed Inflation Reduction Act and its buyback tax and corporate minimum tax provisions. More than two-thirds, or 68%, said they don't expect the buyback tax to have a material impact on their company's share buyback plans, while 25% said they didn't know or it's too soon to tell. The responses on the corporate minimum tax were less lopsided. While our analysts don't seem overly alarmed about that provision either, they do appear to view it as the more relevant of the two for investors. 47% said they don't think any of their companies will be impacted by the corporate minimum tax, while a third, or 34%, said some of their companies might be impacted, but not most. We'll wrap up with takeaway number three. 
Our analyst sector views support our own U.S. equity strategy overweights on energy, healthcare, financials, and tech, and our underweights on communication services and staples. For context, we have concerns about another bout of volatility in stocks in the months ahead and a potential pause in the growth leadership trade. NASDAQ futures look over-owned among asset managers in the CFTC data, earnings season in the midterms are lingering challenges for stocks, and Powell's Jackson Hole speech provides investors concerned about valuations and excuse to take profits. Against this backdrop, healthcare, a classic defensive, along with energy and financials, which are key value constituents, are most intriguing to us at the moment. But we continue to like tech, a core part of the growth trade, as a longer-term rebound play. Here are a few additional thoughts on each of our sector overweights. We prefer to play defense in healthcare rather than consumer staples. Valuations are reasonable in healthcare, but still near peak in staples. Our analysts are constructive on healthcare and cautious in staples, as discussed earlier. And earnings sentiment has already gotten hit hard in healthcare, particularly biotech, where the rate of upward revisions looks like it's bottomed and is actually already in recovery. Energy has strong earnings revision trends, an appealing dividend yield, and strong endorsement from our energy team, as noted earlier. Valuations for energy also remain deeply compelling. Even if the near term ends up being challenging for financials due to renewed recession fears post-Jackson Hole, we still like that sector's historical tendency to outperform in recession rebound trades. Valuations for financials and financials dividend yield are also deeply compelling, similar to energy. Something we're seeing in financials that we're not seeing in energy, though, is that ETF flows are starting to turn positive again. It's also worth noting on financials that earnings revision trends have been a bit more resilient than other sectors. That's not too surprising as earnings revision sensitivity to the stronger U.S. dollar is lower for financials than what we see for most other sectors. Looking at tech, that sector may get tripped up near term given its importance to the growth trade. But the list of things we like about this sector remains long, and we're planning to ride out the storm here. Quality is high. Valuations are reasonable, back to 2020 lows on our model, and as noted earlier, our analysts are still constructive. Our earnings revision indicator for tech is also close to historical lows, something that may indicate the earnings band-aid, so to speak, has gotten close to being ripped off. The move up in the 10-year yield right now is a big problem for this sector, but our rate strategy team is still expecting the 10-year yield to end 2022 below 3%, so this may be a temporary problem. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out our sister podcast, RBC's Industries in Motion, for thoughts on specific sectors from RBC's team of equity analysts. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.